the value of properties in West Michigan has gone up so fast, mm-hmm. 10%, 10%. And just by the math alone, by not buying, it cost him money. And I was like, wow, that's pretty profound. Get your head out of your ass and let's go <laughs> buy one, you know? Because next year you're going to lose another 10 you give me something so I can make sure we're recording you? Um, let's check, 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 Hoss. We're good. Should we talk to Mr. Ogle and see if uh, Juwan was cheated by the refs? Is that why you threw a punch? I'm sure it was. Good. Let's take that. We don't need to. You can cut that out. We can talk about that. Own it, Juwan. Oh, he Just won't. Just own it. No, won't, won't be a leader. Won't, won't That's where he it. made the mistake, dude. You get to the press conference. You sit down and you say, look, I screwed up. Right. And you apologize. You don't sit down and you talk about, well, it wasn't fair to call a timeout. It's nonsense. Own I it. A leader should, leader should lead. Own it. Yep. And Pe- from a, from People a, are human. People make mistakes. So exactly. own it. Right. Anyway. I concur. So let's, let's kick this off. What episode is this, Ben? This is episode 29, POFU Podcast. Have we launched 28 yet? It launched live. Uh, it launched live. It went live yesterday. Oh, well, look at that. I didn't even know that. Jeez, thanks for the heads up. Or was that two days ago? I don't remember. But it's live. Oh, it is. 28's live. 28's live. Yes, it is. Wow, thanks for the heads up. I got a bunch of feedback on it already. And? I just got some people texting me or emailing saying, well, you know, I agree with this one. Or David Heisman, one of our fanboys, reached out. Nice. Yeah. Remind he, me, what was 28? What was the uh, the mind, body, and soul? Seven sins. Seven sins of oh, stock yeah. market investing. I did see that. 5.5. And David Heisman, who is a financial advisor. No, wait. He works for a bank. Well, I'm, I'm screwing this up, David Heisman. I'm sorry. He can still be a financial guru of some sort. Just call him a financial guy. Okay, financial guy, David Heisman. Yeah, he didn't like it? Which I don't, one I don't know like? David Heisman in the professional world. I know him in the triathlon world, and I know his kids are hell of athletes too. Go on. They are. So did he like His son is an absolute beast in the 800. S- dusted everybody. Dusted uh, everybody at, in the regionals. All you are is dust in the wind. Yeah, he crushed it. Uh, okay, well, what what did he like or dislike regarding our seven sins? Oh, he really, liked, uh, he really liked the sin number one, which is... Never keep cash in a retirement account. Ooh, yeah, I, I can never have cash as a position. That's actually going to blend into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, it is because we're going to talk about that. But first of all, let's go. Cheers. Okay, cheers. This up. is the last of a bottle that our our friend Brendan O'Driscoll procured for us from uh, Treadstone Funding, one of our sponsors. Thanks, Brendan, and uh, uh, it's your time to shine. Thanks, O'Dizzle. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, that red dress is good. It's not bad. Yeah. So. I did get some feedback on episode uh, that would be 27 from one of our loyal followers regarding syndications. I think people got a little sideways on that one, and they're like, well, I don't have the the uh, credentials, if you will, mm-hmm. I got that to a lot be too. an accredited investor. But I think that's erroneous, by the way, because we said, and we were very clear, that you have to be a accredited investor to some of the investments we go into, and or you have to have a relationship a contact of some sort of relationship with the investment firm. So I just want to, ma- I want to go back to that to make sure, yes, you can still invest if you have a relationship, right? Accurate? Depends on the investment, but yes, you can. Okay, let's talk about Equity Street Capital a little bit and some of the things. You could go into those deals, some of those deals, those Sindos that we went in on to be a non-accredited investor if you had a relationship and already have a, an account and things set up with Equity Street Capital. So... My point is there are, I want to use the term workarounds uh, for not being an accredited investor. Now, there are probably more opportunities for accredited investor versus a non-accredited investor, but there are still 
opportunities. Right. It's the it's the establishment of the pre-existing relationship. And if you have a pre-existing relationship, ultimately it's going to be up to the discretion of the syndicator whether or not to let you in. Right. Right. Uh, but to your point, if you are accredited, you can. I'm not going to say you can go and invest in anybody's deal, but you can you pretty much qualify to invest in anybody's deal if you are accredited. Right. But I think the takeaway on the whole accreditation thing is if you're not accredited and you want to do it, okay, then you need to establish a relationship with a syndicator, which is a number of ways you can do that. But if you're not accredited and you want to be accredited, let's start working towards becoming accredited, which is what I mentioned in episode 27 was that it just starts with one property. Or it starts with a portfolio or building something up or getting your income up. You got to start somewhere. And for anybody to just throw their hands up and be like, oh, I'm not accredited and just lose interest completely. I think that's kind of silly. Right. Not that not that syndication is just for everybody. Again, we've mentioned a hundred times. It's what we like and it's our path. But don't just throw your hands up in the air and say, well, that's never going to be a thing because I don't have a million dollar net worth and I don't make 200 grand a year. Or start somewhere. It's, it's either or, by the way. Correct. Uh, so let's, uh, let me tell you, do you mind if I tell a story? I would love it if you told a story. All right. So a friend of mine called me up the other day and, and this friend knows who he is cause he, he does listen to the podcast so often. And I met, uh, him and his boss over in Holland for lunch Excellent. And, and, uh, we sat down and, and started having a conversation and they, they started asking questions about investing and both of them are very astute fellows. So no question. And I think both of them are very cash hold. So I, I just, cash hole? I mean, they're, they're cash they're, heavy. They're cash holes. They're cash hole. Yeah. So they're cash heavy. That too. Got it. So <laughs> with that in mind, so we had to start kind of a conversation. We talked about different investments and how did I get into the into the, the business, if you will, and and such. And, oh, you have a podcast. And we started talking about it and the POFU. So we're, we're having lunch and we're talking about different investments. And uh, uh, first of all, to set the stage a little bit, both these, these, these gentlemen are both uh, uh, very highly professional ranked. And one of them, one of them's sister has like, I don't know, seven to 10 VRBOs. I mean, she's just dialed in. She gets it right on the whole uh, real estate front. So we just started talking about different things and I describing different investments and I came across and started talking about the syndication thing. And they're like, wow, I didn't know those existed. And it kind of parlayed into is I, I, I'm cash heavy right now. I would love to get into something. And then it turned into a couple minutes later when as we started talking more and and w- the guy was like, uh, great dude, by the way, was like, yeah, I, w- I just want to figure out a way to th- make $3,000 a month in passive income. I'm like, what? that's it. Well, Let's yeah, go. no, he, he had a go- I mean, a goal. I'm like, well, the math is easy. I mean, so if you invest 300 grand, for example, at 10 percent, I mean, that's 30, 30,000. That's only, well, you're a little bit short. It's still 2,500 a month. But my point is, it's it's pretty easy math. It's just math. Absolutely. Right? So he we went through it and, and and they were both kind of. uh well, especially like my buddy, which we invited him out to lunch, his his boss, we'll call him. He was just kind of, I mean, we, I was just, just blabbing like you wouldn't believe because, quite frankly, I'm very passionate about it. And it's like I want to help people help themselves, right? So and he said, hey, listen to the podcast. That's ironic because I said, hey, listen to episode 27, yeah. right? And uh, uh, I said, and then he, once you listen to it, because he said, tell me more about it. I said, I'll tell you what, why don't you listen to episode 27? And then why don't you give me a call or let's talk about different things right and he instantly started talking about also during the conversation rich dad poor dad and he was rereading it and in rich dad poor dad he talks about rich dad talks about syndications and especially the second book he talks about syndications a lot actually what was the second book oh he's got 
Kiyosaki's got a second book. Well, he's got a bunch of books. Oh, which one um, is the? Is it a follow up to Rich Dad Poor Dad? Uh, he's got Cash Flow Quadrant. He's got uh, what's the other one? What was the next one? I don't want to deface Robert, but it was a good book. Okay. All right. So so then I instantly though I got an email right next day or so instantly next couple of days I got an email and it was and it was data driven from from Brian Hamrick. B Hamrick. Shout out that's, to Brian Hamrick, our, our boy. RPO podcast, RPOA podcast. Excuse me. So Brian has a fund set up, and I believe it's is the Velocity Fund. That's correct. And the cool thing about this fund and is data driven. Just for the record, so. A metric came about two years ago, I think the metric came out, that said that, that Grand Rapids needs 5,000 more places for people to live in the next five years. Correct. By 2025, Grand Rapids needs an additional 5,000 units. Right. So, so I think we need to fill in the gaps a little bit, just for the record. So because we have a we have a global following, Ben, we need to make sure that and this is Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's correct. USA. Global. 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 Global footprint. We're like Pitbull. Right. Worldwide. That's right. Prestige worldwide. <laughs> Boats and hoes. Okay. Now, in Brian's email, it was very clear in reading down it. He's, it, was, it was all data driven and people love data. And it was that I think it was in 2020, they built like, I'm just going to paraphrase, 400 units went up in 2020. 2021, like 600. So there was 1,000 units built. In a demand that needs five thousand in three years, so the whole point behind it was there. Grand you, Rapids is an extremely strong market, and you can build right now and not you're, lose. You're butchering that math a little bit. Okay, so go ahead and we do need it. five thousand units by 2025. The assessment was done in 2020. That means right. we basically need to keep pace. We need to build a thousand new units per year for five years. Year one, I, I read it as well. It was roughly three hundred and something units, right. and then the next up. year it was roughly four hundred units. So in those first two years, when you needed 2,000 units to be built, there's only like 700. So we're still at a major deficit. We're not pacing the demand, not even close. So I guess where I was going with that, and I thank you, Ben, for the clarification. I would, I would have got to that in a second. But, <laughs> but the whole point was right here in our backyard of, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, right, there, there's data-driven regarding places in demand because the next sentence down on Brian's email was, Hey, I have a deal right now where they have literally torn down a YMCA and are building an apartment complex on top, literally, and looking for investors. And there was been, you and I looked at this investment, um, maybe a year or two ago and it was a good one. About a year ago. It was a good one. I wanted to go in. I just didn't have cash at the time. Right. But now he's actually reopened it again. And I, I believe it said for accredited investors though, on this particular mm-hmm. case. But my point is, if people are asking me, well, well, you know people or, you, you know, Equity Street Capital or S2 or all the ones we named in episode 27, for example. But now I'm naming one in Grand Rampage, Michigan. So people, I think people in West Michigan are somewhat conservative. And I'm going to call these two guys that had lunch with conservative. They were, they're still want to do something, but they're, they want to learn too. You can drive by this. You can go look at this investment. You can put your hands on it, put your eyes on it, because we do. I mean, Ben and I take risks in certain cases. We see pictures. We've never been. I've never been to any of our sites before. I can. I can honestly say that. As far as in the case, I've never put eyes on any of it besides from a computer, or a, pic, or a picture or a vertical, you know, Google Maps or something. Yep. But we've got one right here in our backyard of West Michigan, and a phenomenal opportunity for someone to invest in if they'd like to. Velocity Fund, Brian Hamrick. The deal is legitimate. 
Uh, so er everything you said is correct, except the velocity fund is something completely different. Uh, am, I, am I messing yeah. that up? Yeah, I his it velocity was... fund is the note investing fund, ah, but that's 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 what I want to get into too. By the way, well, you want to talk about that one as well? I mean, we can, but my whole point is maybe I'm I'm screwing up from velocity fund, but the whole point is if, if someone's interested in this deal in Grand Rapids, uh, we could probably hook you up with with uh, Brian Hamrick and his group and uh, get you in play. So my I guess what I'm again I'm trying to reiterate here is that there's deals in our backyard. This these whole syndications things they're not just the deals that that you and I were talking about. There's a lot more. I mean, there's stuff happening here today. And my other point is I wanted to make behind that. My other buddy sitting at the table there, but they're always trying to figure out how to time the market and how do I how do I beat the market? How do I buy when the dip? How do I buy the dip? Well, I think the housing market again with the data we just talked about, there's no dip in West Michigan anymore. It is not, not a in, rise. Not in Grand Rapids. There's no dip or anytime soon. I would soon. say to the lakeshore. I'll call it West Michigan. I think it's easy, it's probably stronger to say that. And, uh, I mean, it's not going to dip. So, but I would like to give a shout out to the other gentleman, the buddy of mine. I'm not, I don't need to name, mention names. I don't get him, you know, too hyped up. He bought a house this weekend. So, congratulations. He actually. Investment property? Um, No. It was oh. a personal residence. But. It's in a it's in a uh, a location where you can probably turn into one. It could be a good nice flip. And I will Fantastic. tell you, he had to pay over market over over asking by a lot, but he's excited and uh, give him con congratulations because the whole point is he made a comment to me the other day. I did not invest right. I I saved money by living on my boat, for example. And he said, even though I, I didn't pay any rent to anybody, I still lost money. It was a very profound statement. Think about it. I he said I still lost money. The value of properties in West Michigan has gone up so fast, 10%, mm 10%. -hmm. And just by the math alone, just even by not buying, it cost him money. And I was like, wow, that's pretty profound. Get your head out of your ass and let's go <laughs> buy one, you know? Because next year you're going to lose another 10. There's a couple takeaways here. Go on. Jim, number one, you try to time the market, odds are you're going to lose. Statistically, that's how it works. If you try to time the market. And the other takeaway, the real punchline to, I think, what you, the meat of what you said earlier is don't make excuses. It's the, oh, well, I'm not accredited. Oh, you guys know people. I don't know anybody. Well, guess what? There was a time when we were not accredited. There was a time when we did not know any syndicators. Jeremiah just gave you a tip on a syndication opportunity right here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Stop making excuses and just do. But I, I think part of it is, 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 is people didn't realize these deals or these syndications are even out there. So now you know they're they're everywhere. I just not every is a very strong word, but they're more prevalent than you think they are. They are a plenty. Rip the band-aid off. Let's go. Is that what we want to name this episode? Rip the band-aid off? I think that might be a good one. I have an announcement coming up in the next episode. Oh, I can't wait. But I have one announcement for this episode. Oh boy. As we wrap up here on episode twenty nine, we have a new place you can find us on social media. What? Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Are we going to be tweeting up we in this bitch? We are on all three platforms oh. at POFU Podcast. Go follow us on Twitter now. I'll tweet oh. at you. That's going to be so dope. Dude. It's going to be so big time. You know, this is my first foray into Twitter. Okay. People have sent me posts before. I've never actually tweeted until now. I'm tweeting all over the place, man. I mean, do you feel like you're like a virgin cutting for the very first time? No. Do you do forecast not. that the POFU podcast will be on TikTok next? You know, Kristen keeps telling me we need a TikTok. 
and you don't stop. And I'm like, I don't know if I think I'm, we might have to have Kristen manage that for us. Oof. That's a little above my uh, my pay grade. You know, it's got the reputation that it's just a bunch of teenagers, you know, dancing around to different music. Right. It's actually, it's a lot more than that. I think it'd be used as a very strong platform. It is. It very is. It's, a, it's extremely tool. addicting. I had, I got on TikTok a couple, three, four, five months ago. And however their algorithm works, man, it knows how to hook you in. It knows how to get you to, it, it, it'll keep you on that thing for hours. There's a sucker in every crowd. Oh my gosh. And I was, that's why I deleted it. Good point. So I spent wasting too much time on that shit. All right. So, anyway, that's it. Episode 29. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at POFU Podcast, or shoot us an email at POFU Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, rip the bandaid off. Let's go. <laughs>